Want the reward? Do the damn work. Challenge yourself. Inspire change. Choice, not luck. What's happening, everybody? Todd Crandall from Ignite Euphoria with another podcast, and I'm welcoming in two, dare I use the term, gentlemen into this, uh, Clint and John. Why are you guys here? Let's start with that. I'm just asking you guys a question. Why are you coming in to do this today? Because you asked me, that's all. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. Okay. Simple answer, you, you know. Said that. You know, you support us, we support you. You I saw the I saw the the podcast last month with your daughter. I was like, this is awesome, right? Yeah. And uh, the engagement that I saw on that and then I just on that compliment you're like, "Hey, you want to do it?" Sure, here we are. Yep. That's I love that. We you mm -hmm. support us, we support you. That's been the the synergy here and that's why I wanted to do this. And I all I really want to do is just have a conversation about what you guys do, why you do what you do how it came to fruition, and then our working relationship that has been going on for, well, I mean, we've been doing this for 20 years now, and in some way or another, you guys have been a part of my life for that whole time. So mm -hmm. why don't you individually talk about what you guys do, and then we'll tie it into another part of the conversation. Yeah, so I think, I don't know about both of us, but myself kind of rolled into this accidentally, right? You know, I've been, I've been involved in fitness and running for, gosh, since I was in junior high. Right. And it's just always been part of me. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I kind of got voluntold, you know, 15 years ago to be a race director. And I guess I was good at it. You know, so things were just natural. It came easy. You know, I was yeah. able to take some of my education background in business and technology and, you know, what I studied and apply it to a passion. And, hey, guess what? I can support my family now. Uh, I've never heard that term voluntold before. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, I heard that correctly. Right. Do you it's a Talk specific term in, in Boy Scouts. We, we do that one. Voluntold? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What event, what was happening that you were told to do that and that led to everything you're doing now? Yeah, so it was um, in the summer of 2008. I remember like it was yesterday. Um, <laughs> so um, standard Roadrunners Club meeting, and, you know, we're, the leadership was looking to make a change to uh, the Glass City Marathon, believe it or not, at, at the time. I mean, it still is, is the signature event of the club. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a very much a different animal at the time. You know, it was all volunteer. It was um, a very different event. You know, maximum participation was 700 people. You know, so it was a lot different than what it was. But, you know, we, we started working on that and said, hey, you know, um, I think it was due to some personal conflicts of um, scheduling with the previous race director. Uh, he wasn't able to do it the next year. So somehow I got put into the spot and... Here we are. We we applied a plan and we applied some some I guess business tactics and now we're almost at ten thousand people. Were you guys? When did it turn into Run Toledo then? So when this first took place, were you part of Roadrunners then? Oh yeah, I still am. Okay. Yeah. That, so yeah. that's still a very much a five hundred one c three nonprofit, right? That's the club in Toledo that we all support. Yeah. Right. Um, in probably about two thousand eleven or so, and and as the marathon was starting to grow, I realized that. Uh, because of the um, the finances coming in, because of the, the number of runners happening and, and looking at the risk to the event and myself, if something were to happen, I'm exposed, you know. Um, so I just want to take basically a personal liability insurance out of myself. And, wow. You know, so that was really the start of it. And then what kind of grew out of that was people recognizing the success of the marathon saying, hey, 
well, hey, can you help me with my race? Can you help me with my race? And that's when I actually turned on the brand, right? So I had, you know, created an LLC for myself just essentially just to protect myself so I don't lose my house. Interesting, right? So John, being the mm-hmm. owner of Cycle Works, how mm-hmm. did that all come into play? <laughs> because when I when I met you, it wasn't it wasn't Cycle Works. You had another thing that turned oh, into sure. right. So. Yeah. What's Man. your story? So you want to go all the way back to go back? Know? Yeah, <laughs> we got four um, hours, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> We're good. Um, so my history in doing what we do together and everything, uh, I have a degree in exercise physiology. Um, I started doing fitness sales down in Cincinnati, actually, at a company down there called um, the Fitness Store. And then my wife and I moved up here, and I worked for uh, American Home Fitness. Yep. Okay. And that time, for a while, probably the first time we met, I probably was running multiple stores, but all but based out of Sylvania. And that was just retail fitness. Um, but I was into triathlon since 85. So, you know, we I raced forever before yep. all that stuff. And basically, when you started doing triathlon, um, I was, you were always at the races. We got to know each other yep. or whatever. Um but then at some point we did. I started doing uh, bike sales on the side. I had a friend who lived in Arizona who has a company called Valdora Cycles, uh, and they just make triathlon bikes. Uh, and I did that on the side. Um, and then now six, seven years ago, um, uh, a woman who also rode Valdora bikes who moved up here. That, so I knew them. I knew her through my friend who owned the bike company. Uh, Julie Thoreau is my business partner. Uh, met her because when she moved back here, she lives out in White House. She started working for uh, Dave Pickering, who owned CycleWorks. Um, and she told me that, that he was thinking about selling. So we got together and said, hey, that's a good idea. It was a mile and a half from my house. I have all this retail you know, background. She didn't have any retail background, but you know, she's got business background. Um, and that's how that was born. So we started do. So we, I already had a business plan in place to do uh, triathlon. Like I was actually planning on doing just a small triathlon store. You know, that that's all we did. Now it's huge, <laughs> so, yeah. which is funny, because now we have three stores. We do triathlon. We do regular bikes. We do mountain bikes. We do fitness equipment indoor. You know, commercial fitness equipment. You know, it's it's, it's crazy how these small these, ideas, these small turn, ideas, just, just into, like turn into right? something else. Like because I remember you, meeting you at your yoga studio thing. Mm-hmm. You know, up on Monroe Street <laughs> right? in a closet, right? <laughs> yeah, you know? right, and, right. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And now you have you know all these services and extensions and just just success. You know, we get success. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's interesting. And I, I'm so glad you guys are here because, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been friends for years, but some of this stuff, I didn't even know about you. <laughs> like, and I, because I remember I would come in, I, I remember, no, you donated, you kindly donated a bench to me when you were at American Exercise. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, and I remember you talking about Valdora bikes, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I was riding Cannondales or whatever at the time. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you have this store. And I was like, well, that where did that come years. from? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But it's all, all the stuff sudden. behind, right? right but yeah. to me, it was like, well, where did that come from? You right. know, and right. I do want to ask you this. You were you were talking about 
you mentioned opening up a, a triathlon store because there wasn't one of those around here. And no. when this started getting going, when we were racing and everything, yeah. people would talk about it. So originally you were going to do just a tri store? Yeah. So if, it's funny. I don't want to disparage anybody in the bike industry, but most bike shops are antithetical to triathletes. Correct. Like they just weren't very friendly to, to triathletes. They weren't set up for triathletes. They didn't encourage triathletes. They looked down on triathletes in some way. Uh, you know, uh, like when I go try to, about that same time, uh, not long before, you know, uh, we donated that bench, I got in a car accident. I got hit by a car yep. uh, on my bike and I was gonna go buy a new tri-bike you know, afterwards when I healed up and the local bike shop talked me into buying a road bike, <laughs> you know, and I was like, I'm going to do Ironman. And no, you know, put some arrow bars on it. You'll be fine. Some arrow bars on it. It'll yeah, be fine. Done that. I right. was the same mistake. <laughs> right. So my original plan was just to simply focus on that group of people, you know, our community of triathletes, um, specialized store, specialized yeah. store. It'd be small, you know, whatever. Um, because I did the fitness on, you know, for, for my real job. Um, but obviously when this opportunity came about to just do a bike shop and that changed everything, my partner's a triathlete as well. She's, she's an awesome. Ironman. Yeah. Yeah, she's qualified for Kona. Like yeah. she's quite good. Um, and so therefore we just went a hundred percent into that. Um, though you can't from, if you're going to have the scale of a business, uh, it can't be just triathlon. Like right. that's a big part of what we do. It's at least twenty five percent of what we do. But you know, also regular bikes and kids bikes and family bikes and e bikes and mountain bikes. You should think about a mountain bike, man. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it. All right, so we'll tell everybody. I have, and Clint, it's for sale. Okay, and for you, it'll be a good deal. But I have an awesome. Of course, it's a trek because those are the bikes I ride. I have an awesome pretty high-end mountain bike that I've had for about six or seven months. I haven't ridden it once, but it looks good. It's out in the gym. I'll show it when we know the podcast, right? We bought another bike this year for my son. So now I was in my garage and like, you know, I've bought six bikes over the last couple of years from this store. Just like right. the kids keep growing and growing. Right. And I keep wanting and wanting. And mm -hmm. the mountain bike is on my list. Cause I have one. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a Gary Fisher Hukui Koo as my mountain bike. Yeah. And that, that dates a lot of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, the, 80s, the 80s are calling. They would right. like your bike. Yeah. That's, a, that's an antique mountain bike. <laughs> that I, I didn't even I've hear that. What was that again? It's a oh, Gary what? Fisher Hukui Koo. Okay. Is that like the Hoka running shoe or biking <laughs> yeah. or something, right? Yeah. So I, John just mentioned something there about you, you can't specialize just in, in triathlon. And you've kind of turned that in with Run Toledo. You guys are now not just doing running events. I mean, you've, you're taking over and doing multi-sport yeah. and everything else. So how did that come to fruition? Yeah, so, you know, so Jim Donaldson was kind of the pioneer of triathlon event management in our region. Mm -hmm. You know, it started, gosh, in the early 80s. Well, it aged out essentially. Yeah. Um, and I he works for me now, but yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, he, you know, I, I volunteered for him, you know, I did all of his races, you know, 20 years ago, I, you know, 30 years ago, I mean, I was doing super kids races that he was putting on, wow. you know, so I've been in the sport mm -hmm. as well, um, as a participant and as this started to turn, yeah, you can't just specialize and have one customer set in order to succeed. Right. So, um, you know, he, he liked the model that I put together for our running industry. 
um, events. He liked the uh, the way that we handle customers, and that was important mm. to him. So he was looking to, you know, essentially retire. Um, so we uh, acquired his company, um, and then he worked for us for three more years just to make sure that there was a good transition. Yeah. You know, and, and the real simple model. Okay, we acquire you. You're still the race director, Jim. I'm just going to follow you everything you do. Mm-hmm. And gosh, why, 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 why we do that? Why do we do that? Why do we do that? You know, I asked why all summer long, right? So the next year, I took over and he followed me, right? So in the year three, he got to do the race. First time he's done Savannah Triathlon, gosh, 40 years, yeah. 30 mm-hmm. years, you know? So it was fun to get to watch him actually do his own race. You wow. Know? So, um, you know, so that's kind of just a, a natural evolution of a, of a retirement function uh, for him to be able to turn over to us. And, you know, I hope we're doing you know good on his name. No, you are. I mean, I've done, well, so is John. We've done mm-hmm. both. And I think, you know, Jim did a fabulous job for all those years. But I like how you guys have tweaked it mm-hmm. a bit. And it's, uh, I, don't, I don't like saying it's better. It's, it's different. Well, it right? is different. Um, and you have to understand that the customer is different than it was 20 years ago. Yes. You know, and a lot of the stuff we just went through this in 2020 with COVID and how do I write my safety plans for that? Yeah. A lot of, I'm going to call it the experience factor, we have to remove right now. Right, because you can't have the post-race get-togethers and cookouts and parties. You just can't do that. Um, and a lot of the way that you have to think about it is like, well, let's just get back to the root of what it is that we're doing. Right. So when we're doing a road race, it's everything in between the start and finish line. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Right. Everything else is fluff. Right. However, I say that you know, kind of tongue in cheek a little bit, but that's what the today's customer really is all about. It's more of a social atmosphere than competitive. Yeah. There is still a competitive element, but mm-hmm. no more are the days that you're not a marathoner if you can't do three hours, right? And that was the mindset a long time ago, right? If you're not, you know, if you're not doing an Ironman distance, then you're not a triathlete, right? <laughs> but we look at it a little bit differently. Like, hey, I don't care if you're doing your first 5K or you're doing your 100th marathon. I want to greet you with the finish line and congratulate you on that milestone that you just accomplished. And in a lot of the stories that I hear from you is people who come to you, like, I just want one step in front of the other. I need one day goals. I need, a, you know, what's my goal that I'm trying to accomplish? And that's how we try to get people there. So the, the approach is a little different because the customer has changed. It's, it's like the, the, there's the same vibe between all of us. It's like finding your life's purpose and then just mm-hmm. helping everybody get a piece of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you said something else that was interesting there, Clint, that reminded me something that John was talking about, too. Um, with the whole virus thing, John's been, we talked about this before we started, you've been busier than all get out. I mean, half Mm -hmm. your stores in our gym right now, which is good. But um, on one side of this, this has been Mm -hmm. good. On our side of being participants in these things, it's been horrible because we're not doing any events. And Clint, I know, I mean, the marathon got canceled last year. The triathlon did. Thankfully, the Racing for Recovery 5K went on. I want to talk about that. How have you coped during this time with not being able to put on the vents the way you would like to? Yeah, it's tough. Um, early on, I started doing a lot more training than I ever did before because I that's just, good. you know, that's, so on one hand, I had more time for myself mm-hmm. um, and that was good. But, but also, I think a lot of people felt themselves that as you're at home, you have to kind of self-reflect a little bit of what is most important and that's family. Right. Yes. So, so we got, I got to turn a little bit inwards and mm. spend a lot more time with the family yeah. than I have in years, mm. um, which is good because we just welcomed our third child this past year. 
So, you know, we spent a lot of time at home. Um, we still got some camping trips out of the way, you know, so I just had to really kind of change my focus a little bit on, you know, what is more important hmm. um, on, on the business end of it, because we still do have to put bread on the table. You know, we're very fortunate that I think that our, our customer base is very loyal to what we do yeah. and, and supported us doing a lot of our virtual events. Um, now, do they, you know, do they really have to pay us to go out there and run, you know, down the block and, and then we mail them a T-shirt? Probably not. But, you know, from what the feedback we received is they're doing this more or less because they know that they don't do that. Then there is no more event company. Mm. True. Right. Yeah. So I think it was just yeah. the support of the community to kind of keep yeah. us going in a charitable kind of way. And we're thankful that they did because now we're able to sustain that, you know, kind of the downturn. Um, and, you know, looking towards this year, things are, are looking a lot better. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, John, how about you? How, I mean, mm-hmm. like we said, you've been, you're busy. Yeah, this has been a weird year. Um, I mean, I'm super thankful from a business perspective that, you know, our revenue and business and everything else is way up, um, you know, close to 100%. That's insane. Wow. Um, but that's based on being the thing that people can do like you know you don't we a lot of our stuff did get canceled so the things that really do well for us are all social we have our brick and barbecues on wednesday nights that's a huge event where people just come there's a workout but there's also you know the social piece the social aspect of it that is what's popular and we do a lot of races we do a lot of races with clint um and, and run toledo um and Dave's, the, but those things largely got canceled. They got some of them went virtual, but nonetheless, all these people needed to do something. They weren't going on vacations. They weren't traveling. They weren't going to hotels. So, you know, from my perspective, great. They came in and bought bikes because they can go out and explore and they can do some things. Um, it is challenging. Um, we have bikes right now. If you come in and order um, your mountain bike, don't sell it because. Oh. Uh, if you want to order that bike today, it's a year. The, the lead time is a, week, a year. Is it at, really? At the moment. Um, you know, we have lots of bikes, don't get me wrong, but so, some products are just a long ways out because there have been so many. Um, but that is tempered by the fact that, you know, that's the only thing that people can do is go out and be by themselves and, you know, do that sort of thing. Hopefully this year that's going to change. Well, in a good um, way, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've interviewed uh, Dr. Mark Duman, Newman, and I've had him on twice, actually, just because of the health aspect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all in the health business. Mm-hmm. And even though this thing is going on, the, to me, the best defense is to be active. So it, in a way, it's been good for people to start being more active. Yeah. But then how you do that activity, obviously, yeah. it affects other things, you mm-hmm. know. Um, mm-hmm. It's, well... How many how many triathlons did you do last year? Just the one? Uh, I ended up doing like three, four, maybe. Total. Good for you. I mean, I was lucky. I got into here or there and got some done. Yeah. But absolutely, the thing about being able to do things. I mean, right. the clientele for you, you know, they are hurting yes. with during COVID. Yep. Um, you know, you can't go to the gym. You can't go to the, and your facility is a, is a, is an oasis, you know, for that kind of thing. Um, if we can get a lot of them out riding bikes, if we get them running, you know, we can yep. get them doing things, you know, that is a health aspect and it 100%. makes a huge, 
Oh. Right. And that's Impact. kind of how we created one of our new events that we just put on this year, just launched this year is not so much a destination event, you know, with social aspect. It's a kind of a personal goal thing where it's the Dave's mileage challenge. Mm-hmm. Right. So how many miles can you run in 2021? Mm-hmm. Right. So everybody gets a water bottle that has mileage challenge on it. And then there's, I'm gonna call it milestone stickers. Right. So, you know, it's just a way that you can track your miles through the year and set your own personal goals. Yeah. It's it's more of a personal kind of thing. So we're trying to get very creative. How do we motivate people to be active? So I'm going to, we'll keep going with this, but I, I'm going to take this time now. I want to ask you guys, like, why are you supporting? Because that's what you do. Why, why do you support Racing for Recovery? And I want to get into the... The, the club thing that we're sponsoring for you guys now, but why did you guys choose us to be so active and supportive of Racing for Recovery, which we all greatly appreciate, but what is it about us that was appealing to you that now we have this awesome relationship together? So I'll start, but uh, I mean, for me, our mind goes back. You know, yeah. like I'm a parent survivor, yeah. you know, um, Racing for Recovery Sorry. Didn't realize. You know, at one point, my son made it to 32. You know, I didn't think he was going to make it to 17. You don't know this, but you helped that. You know, Joe didn't come to every meeting. He wasn't like a huge part of racing for recovery, but he learned things here. And he became a father, and he became a you know a, a decent human being, yeah. and he was trying. You know, uh, fentanyl still fucking killed him, but yep, it's you know. Hmm. So for me, it's really personal. And what you do impacts so many people, and it'd be wrong for me not to help. So. Wow, I thought we were talking about my mountain bike. I don't ride, John. Sorry. Uh, no. Uh, hmm. uh, damn. It was in the back of my mind that I didn't mm-hmm. know if if that was going to come up. I just wasn't expecting yeah. it to come up right there. But I didn't expect it to either, but nonetheless. That's how it is. It is. Right. Yeah. I, uh, it's... I think... You know, what the, you know what this just reminds me of? It's just simple kindness right like every time i came into the, the old store when you were just working there mm-hmm. we always i just enjoyed talking to you as a a human being you know and mm-hmm. even you know clint when we started to get to know each other it, this whole thing that we've been doing together has just been based on some good people trying to do some right. goodness and i just i love that vibe of that mm-hmm. you know and what that then does for other people um but yes i mean God, Joe was coming back around in the church way back when. Mm-hmm. I used to meet with him in the in the con- little conference area off at the church, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and even too, this is relative. When you had me come and speak at the the church that mm-hmm. time, I I've done probably five hundred speaking gigs mm-hmm. all over the place. But going into, I remember telling you, I was terrified of going to that church. <laughs> it's like. I don't belong in here. I'm not good enough for all this stuff, you know. And you just were like, "Well, you're doing this, and that's how it. 
it's going to be. And I, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm stumbling. Normally I'm not at a loss for words, but it, uh, there's a, I think there's a greater good in a lot of stuff that we've been doing ever since then, you know, and that's the point. Right. And it's not a single aspect. It's not one thing. No, it's everything, everything, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we support. I mean, it's one reason we support, but yeah, you know, the other part is, you know, the, what you're doing is excellent. It's, it's, it, it, it's the health and wellness and whole being, you know, addiction is not one thing. No. You know, and there's not a solution that is X. Nope. It's so much bigger than that. You know, and I, uh, I will say this, that, you know, all this, the awesome equipment that uh, we've gotten from, you know, CycleWorks that's in the, in the gym, for me to be able, privileged, it's a privilege for the life that I'm, uh, damn, that I get to live. Um, you know, I sit in there and I'm, I'm riding on my shameless plug for Trek, but I'm riding on my Trek bike and on the kicker that you provided for me and everything but i when i sit and watch people come in and then they get on the elliptical that's from you or the treadmill or the road bike or whatever you know and they come in and i'm i know what they're doing i know what they're going through one guy the other day we got a new sound system in there that adam who's off camera put in and i was playing um boston and i didn't know it at the time but this guy had lost his dad to addiction Hmm. And he said to me afterwards when that song was playing, it was, Todd, that's the first time I've ever been able to listen to that song all the way through without crying. But he was able to do that because he was on the treadmill that I got from you. Mm. And he's doing great. Yeah. Got baptized, which I know Excellent. is a personal thing for you too. And mm-hmm. that's the stuff that I, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So you see, Damn. That's just the beauty of it. Hmm. Clint, you got to get us out of this rut. <laughs> Help us out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm very fortunate that I don't have direct impact in my immediate, you know, family. Yeah. Um, but we also recognize that others do, and we want to support people in, in, in whatever we do. When we, we work with a lot, a lot of charity partners yeah, in the do. community, yep. you know, whether it's a school, cross-country team, you know, um, but we our focus is is really on f- helping local charity partners and community partners. But what we look for is the reciprocation, right? So, like, like we start off, why are we here? Because we support you and you support us. Yep. It really is simple as that, yep. right? But more importantly, is we get along. Right? Yeah. We just get each other. Yeah. Right? It's yep. fun. Like when I come in here, it's not a business transaction. No. Right. Yeah. And that and that's why it just becomes easy, right? You know, when we started working on racing for recovery, five uh, k, ten k, gosh, five years ago now yeah. is kind of when I get, really got an active role in it. Yep. Um, you know, we used to we supported it for years through Dave's, right? And, Dave, and Jamie Mason's been supporting you personally for many many yes. years, but I I'm more recent to the picture. Um, but we started working on this, and your ideas of of kind of your lifestyle, um, we <laughs> kind of implemented the rock and roll theme to yep. it, and just. You know, we started talking. I was like, "How do we, how do we get the general public to understand what it is?" Because, you know, when I kind of got involved in kind of looking from the outside and saying, "Okay, this doesn't affect me. Why do I want to support this race?" 
yeah. right? And oh. what I saw was people were like, well, drug taking drugs and alcohol, that's a choice. I'm not going to support those people's choice, but mm-hmm. they don't understand that addiction is not a choice, right? And that's the kind of stuff that I've learned just in talking to you. So how do we change that message so that through this race – we can now touch the public in ways that they weren't touched before. Yep. And we've seen tremendous growth, you know, from what, three or 400 people now oh, to yeah. 1,500, yeah. right, in, in a very short time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, but also community support, if you sound, you know, we, we had to make a, a decision because we kind of outgrew our old location. Yep. And mm-hmm. now we're in a community down in Rossford that just totally embraces everything. And the, the, the police chief is out there, whatever you guys want, right? Shut it down. Take care. The mayor supports us. You know, the council supports us. The community supports us, and that I think is a testament to a kind of kind of the changing of the tide of the community thought process on addiction, right? Because it used to be. I mean, you lived it. it. Used to be addiction was your fault, right? Right. And now I think that's starting to change, and people are recognizing that that's not so much the case anymore. You know, and. Talk about too the our specific 5K this year because we were fortunate enough to even have an actual mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. And again, I just want to say how much I appreciate you know the Roadrunners and obviously Dave's who I'll have Jamie on at some point as well. But what you've been able to do for our people, you know, when when I see a father finish and his kid is standing there and puts a medal around his neck and his dad just is coming out of living on the streets or whatever i mean that stuff is it's it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. with you know there's pride in that there's grace Mm -hmm. there's god there's gratitude there's everything so by you taking over that event because i'm not a race director you know i i didn't that was getting too big i didn't have the time to do it and i knew we needed to keep that going and you guys have come in and grown that thing and turned it into this uh Rock and roll spectacle every October. <laughs> I like to say, you, use your words. It's your it's your annual celebration. Absolutely, mm-hmm. it's a celebration of what we do every day out at Racing for Recovery. But just watching all those people running through the finish line, they've all mm-hmm. been touched by this in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you just helping us carry that message. Mm-hmm. What's the thing that we're sponsoring with you guys now that our people can get involved with, though? Yeah, so um, we've been doing a, a marathon and training program for. 10 plus years, you know, in a, in a formal capacity. Um, and I think our first year we did this, you know, 2008, 2009, we had 30 participants, right? It's grown now to be 500 people. That's awesome. Right? Every winter. And the target is the, the Mercy Health Class City Marathon mm-hmm. end of April. Um, you know, so it kind of kicks off January 1-ish, you know, kind of depending on how the date falls on the calendar. Um, but it takes, you, it takes four weeks, 16 weeks, I'm sorry, six, four months, 16 weeks to train properly for a marathon or a half marathon. Um, part of the allure that we offer is we rent the uh, the track at Bowling Green. So our participants have an indoor training facility to get awesome. proper speed work and you know um, advice and coaching and everything that it takes. You know, we don't just meet at a park and say, okay, go run your 30 miles and come back and <laughs> call it a training program. I mean, it's, it's very in-depth, it's involved, and it's catered per group so that your ability can shine through right so what we're looking for is you know obviously with a lot of covid related things expenses are up right Mm -hmm. so now we have to hire extra janitorial to come in and and basically clean this track Mm -hmm. you know every time we use it right so we don't want to just raise the prices on customers right that's not a you know that's not a sustainable business model every time you see an increase "Ah, i'm just going to raise the price customers pay for it not so much 
Right. So this is where that reciprocal partnership comes in. And we're, we're grateful you did this. So, you know, we asked you to sponsor our track nights, yeah. right, for a simple fact of that we just needed to have some additional revenue to clean the facilities for our, our awesome. participants. Yeah. Simple as that. You know, and I was joking with Patrick yesterday. You know, he, Patrick's our sponsorship guy, you know, and sponsorships take, you know, back and forth negotiations. What does the business want? What is it going to do for, the, you know, and it has to go back and forth. And I was joking with him. I go, you know. I took care of this in 30 seconds, Patrick. I'm not sure what your problem is. I made one phone call 30 seconds later, I got a sponsor, right? <laughs> you know? So that's mm-hmm. another thing that was going through my mind. I don't think with any of us, if there's been an ask, the answer has been anything but yes, never. Right. There, no yeah. was not in this. It's just yes, when is that yes going to come into play? Mm-hmm. I just realized something on a comedy level. This is why he's good at triathlon and you're good at running and I'm not. You mentioned <laughs> you mentioned proper training, you know, putting in the right type of training and I'm like, I've heard of that concept, but I don't know what that is, right? <laughs> That's great. I am that guy that goes out and runs 30 miles somewhere and then wonders why my knees hurt. You know? <laughs> so maybe I need to get some coaching over right. there. Um, what's uh what's 2021 looking like for both of you guys. I know John's going to be busy. Yeah, I heard I heard something on the news um, recently about the Roaring Twenties, right? You know, so when is wow. that concept going to hit? You know, is it going to be immediate or is it going to be kind of more into 2022? And that's kind of unknown, unknown mm-hmm. right now. Um, on the event business, you know, we're we're optimistic, but you know, I always say, you know, on the business side, is like, okay, I want to forecast and market for you know great growth but i've got a budget for a recession right because yeah. we've got to stay in business yep. right so there's a balance of what do we really think it's going to be and okay not necessarily make it a stretch goal you know but we have to be prepared for you know 100 percent growth <laughs> but also we have to budget for 80 percent um of what it was mm-hmm. right you know so uh, we have an event coming up next weekend um, and it's it's uh, somewhat controversial. There's still a lot of COVID going around, high cases, counties are all red, you know, but this particular event, is it's a distance event. It's all outside. People are wearing masks and we've kind of shut down all the indoor stuff, right? right. So there's no more expo. We used to do an indoor expo yeah. and we had, you know, kind of a tent yeah. sale inside. You know, we had a bunch of raffles and we had an indoor, you know, hot soup and sandwich kind of thing. That's easy. It's off the table. Right, so we're doing box launches. You come to the finish line. Here's your box launch. Right, see you later. Um, it's so important. You know, we used to have hot showers inside the school and everything like that. So, you know, we're very aware of what is happening, um, but we're also very aware for uh, mental health that we still have to provide an outlet to some yes. people. Right, mm-hmm. and I think that's where you know, especially in Northwest Ohio, if you look at the forecast, it's been 36 degrees and cloudy for the last two weeks. <laughs> And it's depressing, mm-hmm. right? You know, and that kind of goes into the whole mental health issue. Yes. So I find, you know, we have some responsibility to provide an outlet in a safe way. And I believe we put those measures in place. And what we do, we do it at a very professional level. So we have no no concerns of, of proceeding with those precautions put in place. Now, this particular event, I only did a forecast of 80% off of last year, right? So I, re- I forecasted a down year. And we're pretty much right on forecast. You know, um, I like to say that I'm pretty in tune with, with I think, what I think is going to happen projection-wise, and we're usually pretty good about that. Now, we don't have a whole lot going on until Glass City Marathon. Okay, that's end of April. Yeah. 
Um, we got a couple small duathlons going to be happening in the month of May, um, but those are small by design as well, right? Those are hundred-person events, you know, or less, and it's more of a it's a low-key cookout kind of style. It's not a competitive race, Good. you know. It's on a week night kind of thing. So um, that's the month of May. June is where we really start to turn it up, though. You know, mm-hmm. we've got a brand new triathlon kicking off in White House. We were excited to launch last year. We, we had to pull the plug on. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the first time, is that beach done yet? <laughs> well, we're going to. Yeah. So um, Tuesday, we meet yeah, with the no, nobody's council. Sw- nobody has legally swam in this quarry since the 70s? Maybe think, early 80s? I think it's maybe 70s. Yeah. Awesome. Be. So we're working with the you know council and you know to to work on getting this revitalized you know quarry back up yeah. and running. Jeff and I dove in it yeah. last year, so yeah, I'm going to ride my mountain bike in it, John. <laughs> right. So that so that's exciting for us to launch a brand new that's race. Great. Um, but then we've got our muddy mini event. And then we've got we moved our um, river run to July 4th. So Good. interesting statistic for you. What is I'm gonna this Q and I back to you now? Okay. What is the number one day on the calendar for running? Where num, in terms of number of participants? My first reaction would be the turkey trot thing. Correct. Ah. Thanksgiving is the number one day. Right. What is the number two day? Fourth of July. See? There you go. Feeding I'm them. smart. Feeding yeah. them. Smart. <laughs> so we you know, selfishly we said, you know, we work a lot. Um, and we work almost every holiday because that's when a lot of road races are. Mm-hmm. We're not working July 4th. That's America's birthday. We're taking it off, right? We're going to just go enjoy our family time unless the right opportunity presents itself, right? So we've thought it long and hard about our river run and what, you know, um, and it's kind of buried in between the Glass City Marathon mm-hmm. and Muddy Mini. It doesn't really have a whole lot of marketing opportunity for us. We can't really get it out there. And it's just... Um, so without moving it to July 4th would lend that self a much better opportunity for participation. Um, so we're really excited about that one. Good. Um, and it's going to showcase. And we you know, we moved that race, recreated it four years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so we're kind of the new business downtown, right? We yeah. saw the, the mm-hmm. growth coming and we're really excited what's happening in downtown Toledo. Yeah, the Metro Park. Down, oh, yeah. That thing there's there's a lot insane, of stuff happening insane. down there. So, um, and then we've got a brand new trail run over Labor Day weekend. So we've retired the Olander 24-hour run, okay? Um, and um, it was almost fitting that Tom Falvey um, was able to come to that race in the, our last year, and we got to retire with him because he met so much to that event, and he passed away recently. So I'm not sure if you knew that or I not. I didn't. So, wow. um, so yeah, we have on our on our webpage. I mean, as soon as I found out, a memory and picture of him, you know, in his muscle T-shirt, of course, holding mm-hmm. the American flag. Wow. That's Tom, right? So um, we're retiring that event officially, um, and we're going to Camp Miaconda, right? Awesome. Nobody's ever done an event at Camp Miaconda like this, mm-hmm. right? So now we've got a 24-hour run at Camp Miaconda. That's one. You know, I didn't mean to cut you off, Clint, but that's one of the things I love about you with this. You're. It's always innovative with some mm-hmm. new thing or taking an existing thing and and making it better. And that's what's so attractive. You know, mm-hmm. even I mean, we're coming up on our 20-year anniversary of our 5K. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just putting good vibes out there that it's going to happen. It's October. 23rd? I think so. It's, okay. It seems early this year, but just again, it's gonna yeah. it, the calendar resets every couple of years, right? Every year it does. What? what? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh. So, John, it seems like uh-huh. the only thing you're going to have to worry about is how to keep 
products in store, right? I mean, uh, is that? Yeah, I mean, it certainly is going to be challenging, but we we have to go back to our events. Like we have to have our yeah. our social things at some point. You know, we may have to start off slow and and have them smaller or different than we've done them in the past. Um, but we can't sustain years of not doing no. that. You no. know, it. You know, it's good that people are going out by themselves and, and riding and running and whatever and swimming. It's a but, short term. But that yes. is a short term. We we have to go back to our events. So that's a we're planning the new race. We're planning other races. We have some mm-hmm. things we're working on with the Metro Park for this fall. Mm-hmm. They involve a mountain bike. We're gonna do some. <laughs> I have one. Yeah. Of those. <laughs> so we're gonna do this this cool thing. We we hope to get done this fall. Yeah, that's uh, another late, one we late summer. Last year. We planned it last year and it yeah. got approved. But do an off road duathlon out out at Oaks. So you'd be run trail running, mountain biking, trail running. Better on those knees. Yeah, that's right. Little easier right? on the knees. As long as I can run thirty miles on them, right. we're good, right? Right. Yeah, I Are would. You, I would not get your mountain bike dirty before that race. I would. I just keep bring it going it to the keep race it fresh, completely right? clean. Well, I mean, look, we all know I'm known for being not good at these things, but I look good when I'm not doing them well, right? He's gonna, he's gonna be. He's gonna be like the girl standing up in front of the car, he's just making the car look good. Look at the bike. Look at the bike. We all know I suck at it, but look at the bike. Are you? Uh, what are you doing personally? I'm Ironman. You mentioned Lake Placid. What? What's on uh, your schedule? Yeah. So I had a few things on the schedule. All, all the local races for sure. Uh, big stuff. I, we may, we're certainly doing Lake Placid. That's in July. Well, certainly as in it's planned and you know, it's going to be. It's going to. It's going to be it's happening. happening. I don't think you can stop them. It's happening. At this point, I don't think you can stop them. And I've I've done that one twice before, and so it'll be fun to go back. Good. Uh, that's one of my favorite races. Um, and then the Michigan uh, seventy point three yeah. in September. They moved the uh, they canceled the Traverse City a one and yeah, done one and done yeah didn't but um, that's, this is up where it's up where my buddy Kenny from three mm-hmm. D he had a uh, an Olympic distance up there I yeah. forget the name of t- uh, not Timmerman that was New Hampshire stuff but yeah, yeah. it's up in that area it's beautiful yeah. it'll be good so this will be interesting actually so I. I we, we're going to take the mobile command center yeah. up there, and we're going to. Uh, and there's a uh, RV park that's like a mile from the start. And the the woman was laughing at me when I signed up for it. She said, "We're all laughing that this is going to be hilarious because that that week or that that time period that this race is happening is the salmon run down that river." And so like, oh, we're, gonna with the we're gonna be swimming with like thousands of salmon. <laughs> Going apparently. with them or against them? Well, I don't know. Like you know, I don't know what that's gonna look like. Right? Was, yeah, fishermen yeah. on the side. Yeah, right. People swimming through. <laughs> right. That'll be interesting. Exactly. Just a walleye run. <laughs> right. Right. Walleye run with triathletes <laughs> wow. coming through. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that'll interesting. Be, that'll yeah. be pretty interesting. Um, you know, and then we're gonna do some other stuff as Good. as they come about. Some of the stuff from this earlier la- last year has been rescheduled yep. till August and stuff like that, or October. Uh, do some gravel races, you know. Good deal. But I'm focused on doing the stuff here for the most yep. part. You know, a couple we need things the, are the local stuff to get going, right? Mm-hmm. Any yeah. other uh, final comments or closing statements? One of you guys want to mm-hmm. make or both? Everything good, everybody healthy and their families and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm in a bubble. This is about the most people I've sat in a room with before in the last year. Yeah. 
you know. Hey, I'm uh, not in the bubble. I do that. want some racing for recovery. One of these. I mean, okay. uh, the cycle works. One you're wearing the run Toledo one. We need yeah. some of these. So okay. hip, get whatever they are. Yeah. we'll take some. Yeah, yeah. not cool. a problem. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, thanks, thanks Todd, as always. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Until next time, everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ignite Euphoria. Check us out on YouTube, and I think this is going to be on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff, too. So if you or a loved one, um, all kidding aside, are struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, please call us at 419-824-8462. We are here to help you and to showcase that with sobriety, anything is possible. Have a good day.